You're listening to Sipping Off the Cuff at TequilaAficionado.com, and this is Alex Perez, founder and editor-in-chief, and I'm on the line with Mike Morales, our executive editor. How are you doing, Mike? I'm doing great, Alex. Uh, looking forward to this evening's um, podcast and to our, our tequilas that we have lined up. Um, I guess tonight we are working with Paqui Tequila, and it's uh, the Silvera only. This is this is their their version of the Blanco Tequila with with the and you'll have to excuse me, Alex, but I've I've got to I've got to say this. It's their contrived name, Silvera. Um, I think we're running out of words to to uh, to to describe clear. Now, have you heard of that before? I've, I've never seen that before in a tequila. Place. I've never seen it either. I I don't know if it's a <coughs> stylized. Uh, I'm I'm sure it's a well. You know, many times we Americanize or corrupt. Uh, this, this Spanish language words, and I think this is more of a corruption of the English language words. So I guess turnabout is fair play. And we have Silvera, which is uh, Paqui Tequila's clear, blanco, unaged tequila. Uh, uh, it's a, as always, Alex, here on Tequila Aficionado, we, we only um, uh, uh, talk about 100% de agave uh, uh, tequilas, so it's 100% blue agave, and uh, it is hecho in Mexico, and and why don't you describe to folks about what the what the bottle looks like, and, and if they haven't had a chance to actually see it out in the, out on their favorite stores or on the shelves or even online? Well, you know what? I, I think uh, they they've done um, a great job in their packaging. It comes in a box. <clears throat> it's a pyramid pyramid shaped box, which is the same shape of the bottle. It's a pyramid shaped bottle. Um, obviously, they they're looking to have it look like a pyramid because Baki means what does it be happy. Be happy. Be happy. Just, in, in just Mayan, like the song, Mayan Don't Worry, Be Happy. Don't Worry, Be Happy. <laughs> Don't and, Worry, Be Happy. Yeah. We should, be, we should be playing that song in the background, you know. We're going um, to sound like Lippy. Oh, yeah, well, yeah, we don't want to do that. We, we don't want to do that. Not right, not right away, anyway. Not yet. Nothing against uh, you, Lippy. Lippy's, love Lippy's you. a great guy, by the way. You, he's, he's, we love you, Lippy. <laughs> we, we do. <laughs> Tune in Thursday night. Yeah, well, yeah, um, you know, he, he is, uh, he's one of the better palates uh, out there when it comes to tequila, and, and for those of you who, who are in, into the marketing aspect of it, he's one of the better influencers out there, so I can't say enough about him. He's a, he's a, a good pal, a good friend, and funny guy, but, um, but a very, very serious student about tequila, and so um, I think you would agree with us that Silvera is just a little bit contrived. You know. Well, if it works for Paqui, that's fine. But it's it's a it's a beautiful package, like I mentioned. Um, I, the founder of uh, of Paqui mentions that it is a pyramid shaped bottle, which it is. And um, um, like I said, it's a beautiful beautiful presentation. It does look like a premium tequila. It does. Uh, I was very impressed with uh, the marketing itself. Uh, in fact, the tag. Uh, is made of um, it's agave paper. Yeah, true. So it it's made from uh, the paper that they make from the, uh, uh, the residual agave that is not used uh, for for fermentation and for distillation. And um, the you know the using the, uh, the the I guess it's Aztec is is it Mayan that they're using? It would be Mayan. The language it would it be would Mayan. Be Mayan yeah. um, it's very clever. Uh, the other thing too is that, uh, the the founder 
and correct me if I'm wrong, the, the founder of, of uh, excuse me while I look at my notes, the founder of Paqui um, is Javier Martinez, and he is also a, um, if I'm not mistaken, was, was part of the um, CNIT in Mexico. Uh, he's very well connected. Um, and had been a consultant to um, <clears throat> to the, uh, uh, I believe, CNIT or CRT in Mexico concerning uh, tequila. So he he comes from a uh, a very interesting background, and and he is a, a doctor. Uh, I believe he's a PhD as well. So uh, he very serious guy. When it, yeah, he actually was a. The information I have here is that uh, uh, for two consecutive terms, uh, he was the head of the International Affairs Committee of Mexico's Tequila Regulatory Council. That's the, the CRT the CRT, in 2001 and 2002. Uh, internationally recognized private nonprofit organization dedicated to protecting and promoting the quality, culture, and prestige. I believe his family also has been involved in, in the liquor industry in Mexico uh, for close to 40 years. So the guy, uh, the gentleman, knows exactly what he's, what he's doing. Uh, and he's been around distillation. He's been around dis uh, uh, distilleries uh, for, for a good long time. And I think when he finally decided to pursue his dream of, of uh, coming up with a, with a tequila, um, I think people are going to be very, very surprised when when they taste the Silvera. Um, now you've got and, some, uh, and I guess I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, I guess we're going to do that right now, Alex. You're, you're sure. going to pour yourself a, 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 a Riedel snifter. As usual, we we here at Tequila Aficionado prefer to use the Riedel snifters. That's the Riedel Overture uh, 408, which is uh, considered uh, the tequila glass. Um, for tequila tasting, and that's really the only glassware that we use for these podcasts and for all of our tastings, uh, whether written or um, uh, or on the podcast. And Alex and I are, uh, for those of you who are tuning in for the first time, we are in separate states. I am the executive editor of Tequila Aficionado, and I am in New Mexico, which is the home of the first exportation of tequila. Alex uh, you love to brag is about that, don't you? I love to brag about that because, uh, and, and in fact, and, I, and just to just to foreshadow what's going on, we will be able to brag about it even even heavier coming up on uh, with, on Tequila Aficionado. Uh, Tequila Aficionado is going to be a very very big uh, part of our um, uh, of a big event coming up very very soon here toward the end of 2010, and we'll uh, we'll be announcing it exclusively on Tequila Aficionado. We're excited but, about that. But uh, in yep. In the meantime, you know, we're, we're uh, making sure that we, we can inform our, our readers and listeners uh, of, of all the new tequilas that are coming out there. Uh, Paqui tequila is considered a luxury tequila. Uh, there is still, even in this in, uh, economy, we are still receiving uh, and, and seeing uh, many new uh, luxury tequilas that are that are that are being launched even during this in, this uh, economic environment, and uh, Paqui Tequila is one of those in in that in that um, uh, price range. Um, so uh, I have a I have a sniffer full of it. 
uh, not a snifter, a, a Riedel glass. And I, have a, and I have a glass. And I was going to mention, uh, you can find more information on uh, Baki and actually uh, the review that uh, our senior editor, Ryan Kelly, has uh, put up on tequilaaficionado.com on the Baki uh, uh, Silveta and the Reposado. So there's some more yes, information on there on Dr. Martinez. You and, bet. And, and, of course, Ryan Kelly doing a great job with, uh, with tasting notes uh, for the Reposado, which, oddly enough, we, we weren't privy to. Um, uh, Alex, uh, for some reason, uh, Paki is, is uh, uh, or the folks who, who handle the marketing for Paki are preferring that we taste the Blanco first, so that's what we have in front of us. But if you want to know more about their other varietals, uh, I would say, you know, check Ryan Kelly's uh, column on tequilaaficionado.com, which was uh, posted today. So it'll give you a chance to, to kind of get a feel as to what it is that you're, you may want to gravitate to if, if Blancos are not your, uh, your preference. Okay, I'm ready. I am ready, too. Well, let's have a, let's have a sip. Okay. Actually, before that, let's have a smell. Now, I will, I will be honest, just for the sake of, of disclosure, that when I first open these bottles, and because they're, they're, these bottles are, are usually um, uh, delivered to us uh, uh, by ground delivery, um, I personally let them sit, and, and because this is summertime, I let them cool off at room temperature. We serve everything at room temperature. That's how we taste them here at Tequila Aficionado. And... Um, when I opened the the, the Silvera uh, and poured it, I normally walk away from it and let it let it breathe, let it open up, let it bloom um, for about fifteen to twenty minutes before we decide to uh, to take our first smell and sip. And at the beginning, and I'm not sure if this was because of of, of the fact that uh, it had traveled, you know, uh, via ground delivery or something else, but there was at the very top layer of, uh, uh, of the aroma, uh, uh, just slight, very slight, but it was there, um, yeast. It was just a little bit yeasty, just at the beginning, at the very top, for me anyway. I'm not sure if that's, if that's how you're, 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 what you're getting, Alex. I can get just a hint of it. Now, now that you mention it, mm-hmm. now that you mention it, just a hint of it. It has beautiful tears. Very nice. Um, when it pours, it is um, it is crystalline. Um, you know, it's very impressive the way it pours, the way it looks. For those of you who are a little bit more advanced, you know that that uh, when you pour a blanco and you see the the types of bubbles uh, that you get from um, uh, from pouring a, 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 a tequila that's been distilled properly, um, the the bubbles and the pearls and the tears tend to be just a little bit different than some of the mass-produced um, tequilas that, that we also uh, uh, get a chance to, uh, to to taste here. So I was very impressed with the pour, very impressed with the, the look, uh, the the, the bubbles, the the, the legs, the pre- the legs. Um, you know, if you, if you can get past that that slight, and it's very slight, it's ever so slight, but it's there. Um, yeasty smell. Um, 
it was well. Um, I think you have to know what to look for, Mike, unless you're very sensitive to the yeast. Yeah, uh, I know that it's, it's it one there. of my pet peeves. It was, it's one of my pet peeves. But as you said, if you're not uh, if you're not versed in in what to look for, then then you won't really know that it's there. But uh, for those of us who who are who have had several tastings of of many many tequilas, um, you you can pick it out almost right away. And, and some are are more pronounced than others. Um, I will say that Pocky is probably the least the least pronounced of 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 that particular aroma. And not that that's a bad thing, you know. But um, uh, for someone like uh, for people like us who who have uh, who have had more experience with it, then it, it's um, it's kind of a telltale sign. Uh, but I, I, it's not something in this case for myself uh, and Paki Silvera. It, it was not um, something to be overly concerned about. I think. Can well, I get some uh, some nice agave in the in the nose, in the aroma? Mm -hmm. I do get some some citrus in there. There were, that's why I also Grass. felt it. Plenty of citrus, lots of fruit also. I'm ready to taste. All righty. It's very smooth. You had some nice uh, herbal um, tones in there. Mm -hmm. Some nice fruit. Pepper. Did you find it a little bit uh, 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 I guess the term is minerality a little bit just some minerals some something like uh, almost as, uh, almost uh, uh, and, and I'm sure this probably comes from the uh, uh, from where the agave is harvested um, very enjoyable though I mean, it, it's got a, it's just a very, it, it, I think the minerality adds a little depth. It does. The, I get uh, the minerality right, right in the, uh, right in the entry. Yeah. A little bit of pepper, too, for sure. Yes. It's a very nice tequila. I think it's crisp. It's got a nice finish. And it lingers in your mouth. What I was looking for, I couldn't, I couldn't place it crisp. That's exactly what this tequila is. Um, like I say, with the influx of of, uh, of luxury tequilas that are still coming on the market, even in this economy, um, you, as a tequila aficionado, you become a little bit more leery of of these brands that come across as luxury tequilas. And um, I was hoping that that Paki Tequila had more substance than hype. Uh, the packaging is very clever. Um, it, it is in a triangular, almost pyra pyramidal um, box, uh, but it, it also is uh, encloses the bottle very, very tightly. So there's no extra shifting and room. Um, it's a very well constructed box. Very clever when you see it. Uh, the bottle, the logo. Uh, even the neck tag, uh, very, very slick. Uh, the people involved with Pocky Tequila are 
um, experts in their field. But correct me if I'm wrong, Alex, I was looking for a little bit more, and I found it. it the, with our marketing information that we, we get all the time here at, at tequilaaficionado.com, um, once in a while, uh, some of these companies prefer to add a, a, a DVD. And while I, I enjoy Pocky, and as a matter of fact, I, I can tell you it's a very drinkable, very enjoyable Silvera, um, I, I wanted to see if there was more than just another luxury brand because it looks like we're getting flooded with not only not only are we being flooded with with tequilas that are are um, uh, that are, are value or extreme value with luxury tequilas, and it wasn't until I looked at the the DVD and I watched uh, Dr. Javier Martinez discuss. Paki Tequila, Paki Silvera, that I was I was totally sold at that point. Uh, that there was a, a voice, a person behind all the hype and all the marketing and all the the labeling that really cared about the juice. Did did you did you feel that yourself? I, I felt that. I felt that, and uh, seeing that they do have a long history of uh, of, of doing this, it's not just someone that. Uh, is uh, is buying juice and, and bottling it in a, in a fancy bottle. They seem to be. They, they seem seemed, to know what they're doing. Yes, there there seemed to have been uh, uh, an extreme level of of um, genuineness, and and I believe I'm not sure, Alex, but maybe you can tell me uh, if that video is available on their website, uh, or if it just was exclusive to. Uh, you know, to their marketing material, but I, I think everybody should should if it is available on their website. I, think I believe everybody it is. Should, I think everybody should click on that on that portion. It doesn't to, take uh, very long. Yeah, Paki Paki Tequila dot com dot com, and I think everybody should click on that video by Javier Martinez and and listen to him and watch as he as he pours. Uh, it's more than just photography. The, the gentleman really, really has a, uh, not only does he have, of course, a, 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 an extreme education in tequila, but he really has a love for the juice. Um, I think this is one of the rare occasions, Alex, where you have a perfect balance between marketing and, and, and substance. And I think Paki Silvera, Paki Tequila, Sil the Silvera, anyway, um, th there's there's that substance that that we seek for those of us again who are tequila aficionados um, that you seek when when you when you go to your favorite store and you decide that you're going to pick this tequila up and spend you know a certain amount of money and and you and you want to make sure that that. Um, you can be proud to serve it and take it and show it to your friends or, or serve it as a to your guests. Uh, I really believe that it, that Paki Tequila has something there that that um, uh, that other luxury tequilas may be lacking. I agree. I agree. Uh, I believe it is uh, the video is on um, PakiTequila.com, mm -hmm. and you'll have um, once we put up this. Um, the uh, sipping off the cuff uh, episode will have a link to that um, that website, so you can go directly to it. 
but um, I'm actually very impressed. It's it's a very very yeah. good quality sipping tequila, and I it think is. it's it's worth every penny in the bottle. I I believe that that this is one of the few cases again that the term luxury tequila really is is. Uh, uh, Pocket tequila, the Silvera, anyway, is very indicative of the term luxury tequila. Um, very drinkable. Like I say at the beginning, if you can get past that that little bit of yeast at the at the very beginning, um, it's it's just an enjoyable uh, silver tequila. And and as you said, worth every penny. I I think it's really one of those that. There's a lot of substance behind the marketing, so give it a chance. Don't, don't as usual, don't be fooled by the marketing. But in this case, uh, really put the marketing to, to the test, and, and uh, we were very impressed. Most definitely, I gave it high marks. Yeah, I, I agree with uh, our senior editor Ryan Kelly. He gave it a nine. Uh, highly mm-hmm. recommended, and I, I highly recommend it. Yeah, uh, I'm right there with all of you. Um, I think this is one of the rare occasions where we all agree together. We all agree together. <laughs> <laughs> we all agree together because it's not going to be like that all the time, folks. Let me tell you. Yeah, definitely. Uh, there definitely. are three different, three different palettes and three different uh, likes and dislikes. Um, but again, that's that's what we love to do here at Tequila Aficionado. We want to make sure that, that we can help you navigate through this uh, tequila jungle that's out there. And uh, right now, your oasis in the jungle: Paki Tequila, Paki Silvera. <laughs>